0: It's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had this much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific
1: voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day, he's the best. Keith Stewart. Good afternoon, and welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. Well, the Ryder Cup worked out. USA ends up on top. The PGA Tour is back again. And the LPGA is in New Jersey for the next two weeks. The man behind the curtain at next week's Cognizant Founders Cup is joining us this afternoon, and we have a special announcement from the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Just another routine Friday fun fest. Batten down the hatches, because the Pro Show, oh, it's taking off. Friday, everybody. 3 p.m. Mr. Wade Weezer, how was your week? My week was fine. Just fine? It's feeling like fall now. Yeah, you know, there's some crispness in the air. I had to put my heater on. Really? Last night, I had to put my heat on. Seriously? Well, I woke up and it was like, I don't know, 65. That's pushing it. I'm fine with it, but... I don't, I don't need a lawsuit, child abuse, and all that crap. Oh, wow, man. Jeez. I mean, I, I had the windows <laughs> open last night. Set it on. That's why we're 64
0: degrees. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which means I woke up with a crick in my neck. But that's oh. that's neither here nor there. No. Um, you know who's probably feeling a little bit of crispness in the air? That's the ladies down there at Galloway uh, at Seaview Resort uh, playing in the ShopRite LPGA Classic as the LPGA is going for a New Jersey twofer uh, mm-hmm. this week and next And speaking of next, the Cognizant Founders Cup, which will be up at Mountain Ridge Country Club, which is in uh, West Caldwell, New Jersey, their tournament director, Scott Wood, is our guest this afternoon, and he's going to tell us all about the kind of cool things they're doing up there. This was an Arizona event, and it migrated to the Northeast, which I think is very cool because the Northeast golf courses have a lot of character. And Mountain Ridge I've played several times, and uh, I know he loves the golf course. I do, too. Uh, Donald Ross Design... Tons and tons of character to it. And uh, I can't wait to talk to him this afternoon. And we do have a surprise guest this afternoon. But I'll I'll get Mm -hmm. to more of that in just a minute. Um, There'll be no surprises, though, down at the shop, right? We got a great field. Danielle Kang, Patty Tavitaniket, Lexi, Megagani, New Jersey's high schooler, right? From US Open fame. Uh, Leona McGuire, she was my pick this week um, to win. You know, she was uh, plus 2,500, which. You know, makes you some good money should she uh, continue her fine Solheim Cup play. I know you're always grinning whenever I bring up gambling. That's because you get a little smile. I do. do. It's it's just I'm I'm feeding off your vibes, that's all. You know what else gives me a little smile besides our Ryder Cup victory is that the PGA Tour is back, and they're down there in Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, at the PGA Tour, Sanderson Farms Championship, the leaderboard after round one had Sahith Thigala, which is uh, definitely somebody who you got to practice that name. Sure. Media folks. Same and Heath and yes, yeah, Heath, um, because he was your 2020 college Haskins award winner. That's the best. That's like the Heisman trophy okay. for golf. And um, he's just a stud from Pepperdine. Great player. And he was leading the way after yesterday's uh, eight under 64. Not to be outdone much by Nick Watney and Harold Varner the Third, they uh, were just one behind uh, with a seven under sixty five. So uh, I love me some HV three. I remember we were at the Northern Trust, and Harold Varner the uh, Third. He's a Jordan athlete, and uh, my son is a big sneakerhead. Okay, I, you know I took him to the tournament, his first ever golf tournament, and we're walking along, and we we bump into Harold Varner the Third's group, and he's like, "Dad, check out his golf shoes." Yeah, Like, you know, (laughs) all all day he was kind of like, yeah, I like Tony Fina, I like this or that. You know, we've heard some stories, but uh, he was like, Dad, check out his golf shoes. And uh, HV3 seems like just an awesome guy. So uh, without a doubt, it was kind of a cool thing. And uh, I always love to see him playing well. Um, He has a positive, he makes a positive impression on the fans. And I think that's a good thing for golf. Uh, Seems very approachable. Um, I know that day he had, he was all smiles and, uh, um, he hit a shot from right in front of us in the rough and my son was like entranced. He was like, wow, that was cool. I was like, were you looking at the shot or the shoes, shoes? right <laughs> Yeah. You know him too well. Um, Ryder cup, big win. And, uh. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty psyched about this, and you know, it's been talked about all week. We have some fun stories and some updates for later in the show. Okay, uh, so we're not going to rehash the 10-point historic win. No, um, seems like some of the Europeans, Shane Lowry, or, et cetera, are coming out and saying, well, you know, the fans were a little rude, and, uh, um, you know, the guys were enjoying themselves a little bit too much. And uh, I'm like thinking to myself, if I had won, like two in the last nine times, yeah, you gotta enjoy it. I, I think I might. I might get a little caught up in the moment, you know, especially if I had like 10,000 people around me telling me how cool I was. Sure. Which never happens. So if that happens, chances are I, I might. That sounds like a sore loser there. Cross a line. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, they, they all got to go to Rome and figure it out in two years <laughs> again. But um, the, uh, yeah, there was just so many good things going on with the rider. I, I love the fact that everybody was on Europe, right? And I wrote this big article for pga.com last week and i was all over the u.s to yeah, win i remember that and um i'm just so happy and proud that you know the pga of america put on a good show and that uh, everything worked out so so it's good and um speaking of putting on a big show and or big news mm-hmm. right is uh is our special guest lined up yet it looks to me as we're ready to, like we're ready to go. We're ready to go. I think so. So here he is, Mr. Chris Hunt, Executive Director of the New Jersey Golf Foundation. What is the big news? Hey,
0: Keith, thanks for having me. Uh, next week, the New Jersey Golf Foundation is, par- is partnering with the LPGA Tour and their Founders Cup at Mountain Ridge Country Club, and we are happy to announce that uh, the New Jersey Golf Foundation is sponsoring Wednesday's Pro Am and Fan Appreciation Day where all fans of all ages Uh, will be able to access the golf course, come watch the best women in the world play golf for free. So we're excited to offer this to our um, communities in New Jersey and looking forward to a a continued partnership with the LPGA.
1: Well, okay, wait wait a second. I got to go over that because this sounds to me, I've never heard of something like this happening before, but we'll get to that in a second. That means that if I want to bring my two kids and my wife out, all of us can come for free. doesn't matter what age we are. Absolutely. This is the coolest thing I've ever heard of. All right. H- how did this all come together?
0: Well, um, we, yeah, the New Jersey Law Foundation's partnered with the LPGA in the past um, down at the Seaview, and when we heard that the LPGA was coming to Northern New Jersey um, and bringing one of their premier events there, uh, we had contacts. Um with the lpga and said we were interested if if at all to be able to be a part of this wonderful new event um here in new jersey so it it this wasn't a a long courtship i mean we, we didn't start the conversations uh, until probably a few months ago but it all came together quickly and um you know with our mission to positively impact lives and communities in new jersey through golf it makes uh, all the sense of the world to partner with the best women players in the world and uh we put that together relatively quickly and are excited that we're able to sponsor anything to do with kids having young girls young boys be able to come watch um the professionals play golf it it means a lot to our foundation it's what we're about it's what principles we were founded on so the fact that we can make this happen in our own backyard so to speak at a club that is so important to the new jersey pga and the new jersey golf foundation historically um it was a match made in heaven and we just needed to put the right pieces together.
1: I can't get over this. This, I mean, this is really unbelievable news. Have people done this, have foundations like that would be akin to like a New Jersey golf foundation. Have they done this in other regions of the country, or is this kind of like a Vanguard move that you guys are pulling out there?
0: I'm not sure if it's done in other areas of the country, but you know, as you well know, we've partnered with the PGA, the USGA, the PGA tour, PGA of America, um, and i know um youth and children under a certain age has always been able to get in with it with a ticketed adult if you will but for us to be able to sponsor this event and have everybody regardless of age enter for free to watch the best women women in the world play it certainly has not done been done in new jersey that i'm aware of and um, in the metropolitan area i'm not i'm not sure it has but uh, hopefully we're setting a trend because the more people that we can get out to watch those that we watch on TV and be in all of them in person, I think uh, goes a long way in creating lifelong golfers.
1: Now I know you, I know you very well and there's always a method to your madness. You're bringing all these people out to kind of show off all the great work that the New Jersey Golf Foundation does here in New Jersey um, throughout the entire state programming, et cetera. What do you have cooked up? What do you have up your sleeve to show everybody, to kind of help enhance the growth of the game here in New Jersey, for everyone that's going to show up on Wednesday, there's, there's got to be something going on. Um, yeah. and I'm and I'm curious. Absolutely, what I are mean, you up to? Not only
0: are you going to, not only are you going to be able to come to watch the best women in the world play golf, but from four to six p.m. we're going to have a junior clinic. It's uh, we've invited hundreds of children throughout New Jersey through various organizations, the first tee the LPGA, USGA Girls Girl, uh, Golf Program, the New Jersey Golf Foundation Programming, and the New Jersey PGA Junior Tours, which includes PGA Junior League players. So we sent out a huge um, email to invite everybody. The first 75 that come, we're gonna have the privilege of group lessons and a Q&A with some of the top players in the world and some of our top local PGA and LPGA instructors. So from 4 to 6 p.m., there'll be a junior clinic. We're going to have about a dozen professionals, tour professionals and local PGA professionals acting as instructors. So they'll have the chance to interact with some of the best players in the world and some of the best teachers in the region. And we think that's exciting for golf.
1: I mean, that's super exciting. Um, I mean, as a PGA professional myself, if you need any help, I will definitely throw my hat in the ring. I, I'd be more than um, uh, capable and happy to uh, participate in that. I, I mean, wh- what a cool idea. Um, you said that this came together quickly. How long have you been concocting this scheme just yourself? Because, I mean, you are an elite programmer there, Mr. Hunt. I know you. And um, you've probably had something like this in the back of your mind for a while. Uh, how long have you been thinking about doing this?
0: Um, I've thought about this for probably uh, four to six months when I heard the announcement that they were coming. The hard part is, this is run by the LPGA Tour. This is not run by a, uh, the, the Founders Cup is not run by a, a third party event management company. Um, and my contacts have all been with other management companies. So we were lucky, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to deny it. I had a little help. Um, our third-party uh, marcom company here in New Jersey received the bid to be the marketing communications um, contractor, if you will, for this event. And once I knew that that was in place, then you know the next step was making one phone call. And um, before you knew it, I was I was on a Zoom call with with Mr. Wood and Tracy Hupco and it took about 24 hours to put this in place.
1: It's so cool, man. It's so cool. And it's not the only th- cool thing that you've been up to this summer. You had a big um, reveal as you guys bought a property, the New Jersey Golf Foundation, for your programming. Uh, I believe it's called the Inspiration Golf Range, which I think is a absolutely just fantastic name for a place that, talks about growing the game and doing all the different things that the New Jersey Golf Foundation is up to. But for my listeners, give me an update on you know when it opened, what it's all about, and what types of programs you plan to have there.
0: Yes, uh, so uh, we didn't purchase the property, so um, but the Inspiration Golf Range used to be called the Maverick Driving Range and is on the property, on federal property, at the VA Hospital in Lyons, New Jersey. And when the third-party... Uh, Management company that was running the driving range sort of left in August of 2018. I started to pursue uh, the possibility of the New Jersey Golf Foundation taking over the management operation of the driving range. I know it needed a lot of uh, tender, a lot of PLC, um, and uh, unfortunately, the contract with that third party management company did not end until earlier this year. So they weren't going to make any changes. When that ended, we partnered with the town of Bernard's Bernard's township, which runs the Coakley Russo golf course on the property and the VA and entered a 10 year management operation agreement that started this past June and will run for 10 years. So the New Jersey Golf Foundation right now is in the middle of rebuilding, renovating the property, bringing all of the equipment up to speed. We are hoping to have a soft opening this October and maybe just have a four to six week season, weather permitting. And then we will have a grand opening in the March, April timeframe of 2022. There are, you know, it's an outdoor range with no lights. It doesn't have covers. So we're limited to the scope of our season, but we're looking to have a a seven to eight month season. And again, a soft opening here in a few weeks, hopefully, knock on wood, Um, but it's going to be home base for all of our programs. So we will have our veterans programming right there on campus. We will have, uh, I've already spoken to Special Olympics CEO, Heather Anderson, and they're excited to have another place where their athletes, unified partners and coaches can come learn golf under the tutelage of PGA professionals. And of course, any youth programming and community programs that we have, we can actually bring the golfers to a place that we call home. So uh, we obviously have our home site at Fiddler's Elbow and are extremely happy with that. But this is um, a grassroots place that we control everything from soup to nuts. We are hiring veterans. We are hiring a PGA director of instruction. All of this will be rolled out over the winter for our grand opening. But again, as soon as we have that soft opening available here in a few weeks, we're going to blast it out to the golf community and want as many people to come up and see what we've done. And uh, we are excited about the next decade of golf.
1: The man with all this exciting news this afternoon is Mr. Chris Hunt. He's the executive director of the New Jersey Golf Foundation. And if you want to support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about their programs through Chris and his staff or about their special events, visit the NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. And one more time, folks, Chris just told us this Wednesday, the Cognizant Founders Cup up at Mountain Ridge Country Club will be free for anyone that wants to come sponsored by our state's foundation and all they do for the good of the game Chris Hunt, this is really exciting, man. I I, I can't thank you enough for coming on and uh, really heating up the pro show this afternoon. Thanks, man.
0: Be good, Keith. Thank you.
1: All right. 3.18 p.m. in here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920, folks. We'll be back in a moment with Scott Wood, Tournament Director of the Cognizant Founders Cup. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. With a focus on three core pillars, youth military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming, led by PGA professionals, so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. An exciting new development is coming soon as the Inspiration Golf Range on the campus of the Lions VA Medical Center in Somerset County will serve as a new golf training facility for Special Olympics New Jersey, as well as the new home site for the PGA Hope, a rehabilitative golf program for veterans. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, please visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. That's NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or 732-465-1212. Time to get back on course as the Pro Show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. And you're listening to ESPN 920. It's Friday afternoon, so free your mind, relax, and let us take you into the weekend. I'm floating in the I feel Today's talk centers around next week's Cognizant Founders' Cup. Tournament director Scott Wood is with us this afternoon. A team leader, his ability to take this event next level has been noticed by the greater golf community, how did they do it? And what should we expect next week? Well that's for Scott to say. Better free that calendar because this event is one you won't want to miss. curiosity. I see the path In a minute I'll be free and will be splashing in the sea. Alright, alright. I could go on that one for a while there, Wade. Appreciate that. Always love when you throw on a little tray in the boys You're giving me the nod So that means Scott's there on the line Scott Wood, welcome to the Pro Show How are you this afternoon?
2: Oh, doing well, Keith, man Thanks for having me on today
1: Ah, I mean, it's a pleasure Because next week I'm super excited about this Cognizant Founders Cup Which has basically migrated from Arizona Up here to the Northeast In my home state of New Jersey And, uh, you know, you're just about a week away So let's get into this What's your day-to-day like right now Planning this thing?
2: Yeah, you know, busy. Um, maybe I should I should say very busy. Actually, um, a lot of moving parts, checklists, last minute touch ups. But uh, but all is good. Keith, man, we're we're just pleased to uh, pleased to see how everything's coming about. We're we're excited to be up in the northeast. Um, you know, I've I've been a golf fan for for so long, and I've I've watched a lot of these like you know great golf clubs up here host majors. So. It's fun to be able to, to bring the LPGA to, to this community and, uh, and to be supported like we have so far.
1: Now, this is one of those events that had to take kind of a pandemic pause, but it's back. And I went to Media Day a couple of weeks ago, and I feel like, you know, you and your team have really enhanced, you know, you've taken this thing next level and i mean am i far off in that perception i mean it, it seems to me like in, in partnering with mountain ridge country club and what it is you're trying to do with the founders cup and cognizant that you know really this is kind of a perfect storm coming together could you could you kind of give me some background on my listeners a little idea of of really how cool this event is going to be
2: yeah definitely i mean it's um, you know just a little backstory. it started you know 11 years ago and um and we actually asked the players the first year to play for no purse and just donate the money back to charity so to think that we've come 11 years and we're now playing for a three million dollar purse in the northeast at prestigious mountain ridge country club it's it's just uh it's it's one of those partnerships and and one of those um you know plans that you you know you, you can write these things out on paper all day Keith. but you know for to see it to come to life up here and I mean, we were throwing the curveball last year. We were the first domestic event to cancel because of COVID-19. Um, we had the stands up. I had everything ready to go. We had 700-plus volunteers. We had a stellar field, and we pulled it three days before we were to open gates. So right decision to make. Obviously, it was disappointing for us because of all the hard work that we put into it. So this coming to mountain Ridge next week and, and, and putting on a world-class golf event with the LPGA is, is about 18 months in the making. And, and I tell you what, my team and I, we've been just itching at the bit to get back at this.
1: You know what, you know, I love talking about leadership skills and mentors and and all different sorts of characteristics of cool people. And, you know, I think about that. You just brought up the fact that three days prior to the start of the event. So what was that challenge like leading? Because you're the tournament director. You have to go to your entire team who's been you know, completely just geared up for this event. Um, how did you handle that conversation? I'm just curious.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, I, I definitely remember I was at the JW Marriott in, in Phoenix, Arizona. I just hung up with the commissioner, Mike Wan, at the time, our executive leadership team. And he went around the room, you know, uh, you know, we were all, I was on the phone, obviously. And it was, do you think we should play? Do you think we should play? Do you think we should play? And the consensus was no. And once we made the decision and I hung up and I went back and, and I had to, to get my team together, I had to get all of our partners, our vendors, you know, everybody that brings this these golf tournaments to life. I mean, I'm just one person, you know, and I, I have the... I have the title of tournament director, but um, it, it takes a team. It takes a it takes a village to put these on. And that, that was a tough conversation, to be honest with you. I remember standing in the parking lot and probably had about 50 people that we were just talking to. And I said, you know, listen, guys, we've made a decision to pull the plug. It, it's the right decision for health and safety. And, you know, we got to get moving. We need an action plan starting today to, to, to wrap this thing up and get out of here so everybody can get home to their families. And, And, you know, I mean, we had a global pandemic, you know, bearing down on us. And I don't think any of us knew really how to prepare for that or how to, like, go through the motions. But I I just relied on 20 years of event experience and just said, all right, this is what we got to do. And, you know, we had a game plan. And and eight days later, we were cleaned out. We were all home. And and we were, you know, like everybody else, kind of locked in our houses and and just watching the news and and seeing where this thing was going to take us. So crazy, crazy times. And it's, uh, you know, it definitely was one of those life experiences that, uh, that uh, you, you just you look back on and say, wow, that's all, I, that's all I can say is wow.
1: Listeners, if you're wondering who that one person is, the voice you hear this afternoon, he's the leader of that village of the Cognizant Founders Cup, and his name is Scott Wood. He's the tournament director. So looking back, how did you come to work for the LPGA?
2: Yeah, no. It's um. Listen, it I, I started playing golf when I was nine, and I quit playing all other sports by the time I was 13. So I knew this is where I wanted to work, and I knew I wanted to be working in events. So I, I started a career. I worked for a couple different agencies in my career, Momentum, IMG, and those guys, and and did you know, got to work Super Bowls and NBA Finals and, and drafts and everything else. And you know, the one piece of my resume that I always felt like I was missing was was golf. And I just so happened to have a, a client at IMG that I was doing some work with, with the LPGA and we started building a deeper relationship and we started doing more tour events. So I was going to about eight or nine events a year on the tour, got to know the guys really well, everybody. And at our tour championship back in 2014, I was approached to, to apply for the tournament director position for the Founders' Cup. And you know, of course, it was like one of those, you get that, you have that conversation. I was like, you know, I text my wife that night and I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to interview for a job at the LPGA and, and we might be moving from Atlanta to Phoenix. And I, you know, I woke up the next morning and I got, uh, you know, pretty much told like, no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Uh, but after a little convincing and, and going through the process, um, you know, here we are and Packed up the kids, and we, we moved over to Phoenix. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been the best decision of my life and my career, to be honest with you. And I, I enjoy working for the LPGA. It's a it's a great organization. It's a world-class organization. And I think we're, we're doing a lot of good for, for women's sport and women's golf. And um, and I'm proud to be a part of that.
1: You know, transitions are a unique time. And I think about the summer that the LPGA has had. And now that you're back in New Jersey for two weeks, we have your new commissioner who was here for seven years and local here to the radio station, Molly Marcuse-Saman, I'm wondering how much you've interacted. You know, you mentioned Mike Wan's name earlier. I'm sure as a tournament director, you're always talking to the upper level management there at the LPGA. But, uh, you know, what's your first impression of Molly?
2: Uh, Impressed right off the bat. She, she, you know, she's just very approachable. She is um, engaging and she's inquisitive. She wants to know, What you what your story is? Not only what do you do for the LPGA, but she's like you know you you know what's your family like? You know where where do you live and and what do you like to do? So I had I I got to spend some time with her a couple weeks ago in Toledo at the Solheim Cup, and I I tell you it was just uh, it was fun to be able to stand on the first tee and kind of interact with her, and we were talking about little things that. You know that we noticed that maybe fans don't notice about you know just operationally and things like that. And then and then when the players came out and you know they're 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 uh, on the first tee and they're getting the crowd you know excited. She just kind of turned to me and said, you know, wow, this is this is awesome, right? Special. And, and yeah, I mean that's one of those things you kind of have that, um, that that's why we do this. But I I'm, I'm excited to work with her. I think that you know everything that she did up here and and you know her background as a as an AD and. I think she's going to bring. I think she's going to bring some new, um, some new strategies to us that maybe we weren't thinking about under Mike. But um, I, I think the LPGA is is in great hands and very poised to to continue this skyrocket success that we've had.
1: Yeah, you know the trend is your friend for the LPGA. There's no doubt about that. Coming out of all of the COVID concerns, uh, the LPGA has been on top. The Solheim Cup, the surge behind that, and you know whether you're in the golf industry or not everybody knows that golf is extremely popular right now. So I'm curious from your point of view and what you've heard, what does the LPGA have planned for, let's say, 2022 and for the next couple of years to try to really engage um, more consumers for your product?
2: Yeah, I mean, great question. Because we're we're constantly thinking of ways to grow not only the women's game and and the LPGA and and everything that we do and, and all of our all of our uh, departments within that lpga umbrella you know we've got we've got you know 500 something members that are that you know or tour members that are out there earning a paycheck so one of our goals really is to, to keep getting sponsorship dollars coming in where we can keep raising these purses and, and keep these you know and make it make it you know kind of leveling the playing field right i mean the, the men are playing for over a million dollars every week now so we're we're not not there, we're not anywhere there, you know, near there yet, but I think we're, I think we're making some headway, and, you know, then we've got over 2,500 teaching professionals that are out there that are, that are, you know, giving the lessons, and and they're in the clubs, and they're, they're really just engaging from a, you know, from, from the LPGA perspective, they're, they're proud members to, you know, the LPGA, and, and they're, they're the, they're the ambassadors and the advocates that continue to help grow that game, you know, and, and then, we, you know, and then you look and we've got the next generation through our LPGA, USGA Girls Golf Program. And the more money that we raise in tournaments like the Founders' Cup, the more chapters we can we can fund and the more young girls between 7 and 17 can get involved. And, and you know, Keith, I, you know, you and I talked about it. I'm raising two girls and they're in the Girls Golf Program in, in Phoenix where, where Girls Golf started and, it's just great to be able to, it's, it's, it's not only about golf, but it's about the social piece of it and about interacting and making new friends outside of their school and, you know, and doing fun activities on the golf course or, or, you know, around the golf course. And um, I'm seeing my girls really just, you know, grow and, and see, you know, what, what this game can offer and, and, I love that feedback because then I can bring that to a tournament like Founders Cup and, and be more engaging and have more junior golf days, you know, like we're doing with, with Chris's team over at the New Jersey golf foundation and work with not only with the girls golf programs, but also the first tee programs and, and a lot of the other junior, you know, players. we don't want to, we don't want to just say we're only focused on girls. We want to grow the, grow the game across the board. So, the more that we can do and bring to them from an engagement standpoint, I think is is you know the fun way to do it. It's not about just putting the you know just just putting the ball and the and the peg in the ground and, and going out and playing 18. It's about everything that this game can bring to to um, to you know our not only our fans but also the folks out there that we want to bring into the game.
1: I love the use of the word offer there. It's such a powerful term when it comes to this, and, and you being the conductor of this train of the Cognizant Founders' Cup. You were told that you're going to be moving up toward the New York City region, to this environment, to this opportunity. When you got that news and you looked at it, you said, wow, we're going to the, the one of the biggest markets in the world. You know, what were some of the first things that you thought of that you could offer or you could do to take advantage of this opportunity?
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's first and foremost when I started looking around and, and seeing, you know, the LPGA's presence in the Northeast... I, I knew we had a, a strong opportunity to be able to, to introduce a lot of people that may be just bystanders and watch a little bit of golf channel coverage, you know, on the weekends of the, of the women's game, but you know, they're, they're, they're mostly going to be tuned in probably to the networks to watch the men's game. So um, I'm, I'm just excited to be able to, to, bring the LPGA to this market and, and start to grow a fan base like we had out in Phoenix and, and really like we have at, you know, nineteen other locations around the country where we go and play our domestic events. It's it's just uh you know I know that I know that there are golf fans and I know that there are people out there that we can bring to this to this, you know, to this environment in this tournament and, and really teach them about what what the LPGA is about in our seventy one year history. And that's what I've been tasked with being the Founders' Cup tournament director, it's, it's not only just presenting the players up today, but it's also telling the story of the 13 women that, that you know, started back in 1950. To, they set out to change sport. And they I, I can't even I can't get my head around that in 1950. 13 women said, we're going to start our own sports organization. And and it's thriving like it is today, 71 years later. So uh, I'm, we're just excited about it. I know that um, we're going to have great weather. I know that it's going to be a great golf course. And, um, yeah, we're just—it's—it's it's, you know—it's something that when we when we plan this out, I know my team and I got really excited about the change, and um, and it's everything is coming together really nicely.
1: Well, I know my audience is going to get fired up. They're not a bunch of bystanders. I think they're going to come out in droves next week and support the Cognizant Founders Cup. And it's obvious we have more stories to tell here, but uh, my sponsors have a quick story to tell as well. So, Scott, hang on for just a second, because up next, we're going to learn more about what's going on next week at Mountain Ridge. Thanks, everybody, for listening to ESPN 920. ESPN 920. Today's interview is brought to you by Summit Golf Brands. Golf's coolest company offers everything you need to look great while you play your best. As the weather starts to turn, you have to be prepared for on and off the course. Take a look at the award-winning zero-restriction line of active and outerwear. Yes, ladies, they offer yoga pants and city windbreakers. The Urban Wind Jacket will have your friends asking where you got it. Guys, if you want that cool off-the-course look on the links, try the new Champ hoodie. It's a hybrid wind jacket with ultra soft sleeves and lining. You can immediately tell Summit believes in creating products that people really want. Right now, Zero Restriction is offering an exclusive 25% off discount with code STEWART25! So run, don't walk to that computer, and head to ZeroRestriction.com for all your cool golf and lifestyle gear needs. you got a great voice for radio. Time to get back on course. thanks for radio. I, I, I get a lot of that too. As the pro show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. It's the Pro Show, and I'm Keith Stewart. Welcome back to our conversation with Scott Wood. You know you're listening to New Jersey's ESPN 920. The LPGA is down the shore this weekend and with our guest for the next. It's two weeks of great golf action. Go and check it out. You can hear, hear it coming Like a train out of control You know, it's... Wait, it's actually it's an excess of riches. I mean, these events, they bring you so close to the athletes, you'll feel like you're part of the action. So if you love golf like I do, like Wade does, you totally have to go try to check out this type of tournament experience. You know, week in and week out, we play lots of great music. You play lots of great music there, Mr. Wade Weezer. Oh, we do. And I appreciate that. Um, you know, the Ryder Cup gave us a sense of this. And, and one of the reasons I play the music is that, and I mean it, when you go to an event like the Cognizant Founders Cup and you get that close to the stars and celebrities of the LPGA, it's almost like a concert experience. And it's tons of fun. And the man that's leading that concert experience – Next week, his name is Scott Wood, and he's back with us after the break. So, Scott, um, what do you think about the concert experience? You you think that's a fair analogy?
2: I I like it, to be honest with you, because, you know, one of the things that I look at is we we want to bring the fans up close and personal to to our athletes and to our stars. And and also we need to do – we have to introduce a lot of our athletes to the fans. You know, I mean, when you look at – when you look at a lot of our players – a lot of fans will only know probably the top 20 or 30 and then you know but i mean you're, the the talent pool is so deep right now in the lpga and that, that's what we want to do And we want to bring them up and we want them to you know to see players you know like jennifer cup who's you know a, an emerging star and you know and you got players like mel reed who you know is kind of reviving her her career and i mean there's just so many athletes and so many superstars that we have and you know, the biggest thing, Keith, that I always tell people is our players are so approachable. We we, we don't have them behind the ropes at all times. And, you know, and obviously we have security in place, but also it's our fans want to engage and they want to interact with, with the fans and they want to take selfies. They want to sign the autographs and they want to, you know, they want to make that experience while they're on site at the golf tournament, um, a truly memorable one. And, and that's, that's something that uh, our team, we, we strive and we, we work, you know, 51 weeks out of the year to make sure that we put those pieces in place so they can, so the fans can get that interaction and walk away and have that, that, that moment where they say, man, I'm a, I'm a fan of the LPGA moving forward.
1: You know, I've been to both a, a ton of PGA Tour events, major championships and LPGA events. And to steal from a recent uh, vibe last weekend at the Ryder Cup, you know, everyone talks about how much more approachable and how much more human that the guys like JT and Bryson were as part of a team and as part of the Ryder cup. But I feel like the LPGA is like that every single week. When you go to an LPGA event, those athletes act like Bryson did at the Ryder cup, you know, engaging the fans. Whereas a lot of times the PGA tour, they come across a little bit like robots, like independent little companies moving around the golf course. Whereas I've always felt like as long as I've been covering golf and been a part of this you know, sports business that the LPGA always got it. I mean, even before Mike, I felt like the athletes, I mean, it probably goes back to the founders, which is a really relevant conversation, but that the LPGA athletes always got it. If I brought my kids up to one of them, they were just just so approachable and so happy to be engaging all of us. Um, I mean, that must excite you as a tournament director to know that you have that kind of product that you're out, you know, selling for all intensive purposes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. No, it is. It is. And, and, you know, another just to add on to that, I mean, if you think about it, when you look at our our tour members and you look at their country flag, I mean, we're basically the Olympics every week. We, we, we play across the globe. We play, you know, a dozen times overseas. And, and, you know, we got over 20 events here domestically. And it's just it is it's one of those things where our players get it. Whenever you go to them and ask them for, you know, hey, can you drop to this, you know, sponsor chalet and, and say hi to these folks because they are super excited to you know, to meet you and to be out here and to be supporting, you know, the tour. Um, or if we're doing a junior clinic and we ask a couple of them to stop by and, and, you know, drop in and tell their story. And, you know, how did, how did you get started in golf and, you know, how, what was your journey to make it to the LPGA? They they are so accommodating and it's it's just they look at you and I'm like yeah sure went where you know let me go let me do this because you know they they do get it they understand and they know that you know really truthfully that if without a without a strong fan base and the you know and the check writers with the corporations and everybody else the, the, this tour is you know wouldn't wouldn't be as strong as it is today and and we also know they also know too there's there's so much opportunity out there if they can just you know get in and do, and do the right things and um, and they do that and a lot of them to be honest with you they're not coached it just happens naturally
1: that's very cool to hear and what else is cool is i want to jump back to our rock concert analogy for a second um <laughs> yeah. what makes for a good rock concert is usually the venue And we haven't touched upon that too much yet. And Mountain Ridge Country Club is quietly one of the most fantastic golf courses in New Jersey. Now, a lot of people haven't heard of it because it is private. But that Donald Ross layout is so cool. Now, last year, uh, the winner, Jin Young-Ko, was 22 under. Well, not last year. I'm sorry. 2019, right? Um, Right. What do you feel like? With the players coming into this, a $3 million purse, what are you trying to set this tournament up to be? Is it going to be a shootout? Is this going to be more have, have the feel of a major championship? Because Mountain Ridge is one heck of a golf course.
2: Uh, that's that's an understatement, Keith, to be honest with you. it's uh, You know, from the moment that we stepped onto the ground, when we started looking at golf courses up here, uh, Mountain Ridge had our attention as soon as we pulled onto the property. And it just has everything you could want in a true test of golf. You know, it's, it's classic Donald Ross and, and we're, you know, I'm I'm not going to say we're going to set it up for USGA, you know, women's open, but um, you know, with the, with the elevated purse and with the field that we have, you know, and and what we're trying to do here and and honor the, honor our founders and, 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 you know, make sure we're secure in the future of the game through the girls golf program. It's going to be, it's going to be a true test of golf and we're, we're going to make it fair, but, I can tell you the, the, the architect has, has already laid out the plan. Donald Ross has already set this golf course up to not be a shootout. And so it's our job now to come in, set it up, make sure that, you know, the, the, the players have, have, uh, you know, a fair test of golf, but also we're going to challenge them. We're going to, we're going to, there's some, there's some good greens out there. We can put some pin placements that'll really get their attention. And, and I, I, I can guarantee you're going to see a little bit of grinding over some, you know, some five to seven footers that uh, that just they might not have had when we played in Arizona or some of the other courses we play. So it's it is a true gem up here where where you know we're the the grounds crew here everybody is just working hard and this golf course is going to show so well on TV and to our and to our tour players.
1: I'm extremely familiar with Mountain Ridge and yeah. all that it has to offer, and I can tell you for sure it is going to show on TV like a major championship. It is an unbelievable venue and quietly one of the best, one of the top five golf courses in New Jersey, which is saying a lot because when you go from Baltus Raw to Ridgewood to Pine Valley, Somerset Hills, and then you go to a place like mountain Ridge, it can hold its own. And folks, if you haven't experienced this golf course before, you've got to get out, whether it's the free day with New Jersey golf foundation on Wednesday for the pro-am and the clinic, or it's, Thursday through Sunday, you've got to check this out because our guest today, Scott Wood, the tournament director of the Cognizant Founders Cup, is all about having just a tremendous fan experience. Now, Cognizant is a new partner of this, Scott. Mm-hmm. Where do you see the future of this event going? Because it's it has so much history, but there, like you said, there's this opportunity, there's the New York market, there's engaging an even bigger fan base. Where are you going to try to take this event?
2: Guy's the limit, and and you know Keith. When I when I took over in 2015, I sat down and wrote my five-year plan, and i it was. It's been my goal since then, and, and our team's goal really, because our our my sales and marketing manager has been with me since day one, and we wrote out a five-year plan and said we want to turn the founders cup into the women's version of the players championship. We want this to be oh, wow. the we want this to be the crown jewel for the LPGA outside of the majors and mm-hmm. our tour championship, and to have a partner and a sponsor like cognizant come in and say, all right, you're playing for one five, you know what, double it. We're going to play now. We're now going to play for 3 million. And, and I can guarantee you, that's just the, that's just the beginning for, for cognizant because they have a mission and a goal to be able to, to, you know, level the playing field, to be that, that leader out there in the tech world that says, you know, this doesn't have to be. We don't spend all our money on the men's game or the, you know, the the men's sports. Let's let's uh, we we have the resources and let's start to make sure that that the women are starting to get the acknowledgement that they deserve. And that I guarantee you, this purse at three million is going to grow very very quickly. Uh, you know, in, in the in its the shortcoming years.
1: You know, we met at media day and I was impressed. But you've got me now. You've got my attention. When you have the type of vision that says, I want to be the players' championship. You know, level event of the LPGA tour, and you're doing it here in my home state. I am, I am like super pumped up about this right now. I, um, because it, it is such a cool venue and people don't know about it. It is like, it's, you're going to have this like, like amazing unveiling happening next week, and everyone can come out and see it. it. It's just, it's just a really cool thing. I mean, I know you can hear the emotion and, and the excitement in my voice, but I could hear it in yours. And I could truly feel like when we met that. You know, this is going to do a lot of good for Northern Jersey and the New York City region. Um, The LPGA, the PGA Tour—they're all known for giving back to the community. Give me a small example of how this Cognizant Founders Cup is going to give back to the Northern New Jersey community.
2: Yeah, it's it's, and that that's one of the biggest things that we're we're doing this for. Obviously, this is fun, and you know that that kind of you know, rock concert mentality that we're building around here. And when you walk on the walk on the grounds, we, we want you to, you know, grab grab something to eat and drink and get out and watch golf. But we're also going to have all these different um, you know different activities. But you know, at the end of the day, everything that we're doing here is to is to further the game of golf and and to further women's golf in particular. And so we're gonna be we're gonna be donating dollars to a lot of the different Um, girls go off in first tee chapters in the area to make sure that they have the funding you know the additional funding to do what they want to do to to continue their mission of growing the game and and that's that's what we're that's what we're going to be doing and and that's what our junior clinics are about is introducing the LPGA to you know maybe some players that really might not follow it a little bit or you know maybe you know maybe we'll spark that interest but but for those site directors and for those people like myself, you know, that that are same similar position as me, they have to go out and run these programs and, and get the funding and, and you've got so many creative directors out there that have all these big ideas. I, I kinda equate it to like you know, like being a teacher, right? They just teachers are so creative, they just don't have that funding. And so we're gonna be able to, to hand out a lot of checks this week to a lot of those organizations. It won't be, you know, crazy money, but it's gonna be enough to, to keep those to keep their creative dreams going and their initiatives alive. And and, um, and that's that's really at the end of the week. That's what, uh, you know, sure it's going to be fun to award a $450,000 check to one player because that's kind of life changing for them, for a lot of our players. But, but to see these site directors walk away with a check is, is going to be equally exciting.
1: Folks, this is a call to action. You got to get out there next week. You're going to have a great time. It looks like Scott has, uh, has shared in my rock concert mentality, which is cool. He and his team are trying to build a tradition Go to
2: LPGAfounderscup.com.
1: LPGAfounderscup.com. You can get tickets. It's free on Wednesday. We already heard about that earlier from Chris Hunt when he came live on the show to make that announcement. Get out there and check this out. It is going to be the coolest event. Now, speaking of cool, we take pride in a little bit of our cool here on the Pro Show, and we have our own little tradition that, we, that we've that we been trying to build here, Scott, and that is we do a little rapid-fire Q&A because my audience loves to get to know my guests on a little bit more of an intimate level so you up for you up for a little rapid fire uh, fire away here we go favorite all-time sports alumni from georgia
0: Herschel uh, walker
1: last person to text you
0: uh my office director <laughs>
1: fair enough name a bucket list item outside of golf
2: Hmm. That's a good one. You know what? I, I honestly, I want to go to Australia and cross the bridge there uh, to be able to walk on that bridge in Australia.
1: What is one piece of advice you have received from one of the founders that has had a great impact on you?
2: Marilyn Smith once told me, don't stop, keep going, never take no for an answer.
1: I support that. Don't stop. I do too. <laughs> if you had to choose a walk up song, what song would you choose? Ooh, that's a good one.
2: That is a good one. I'm 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 a huge fan of It Takes Two by Rob
1: Bass. Oh, all right. Well, when you come back next year to talk about the the second version of this uh tournament, the Founders Cup, we'll we'll cue that one up. All right, all right. Most used app on your phone.
2: Mm it's unfortunately email. <laughs> Let's say I'll say I'll say secondarily ESPN. All
1: right, well duty calls in both in both regards. All right. Aside from family, who would you most like to have lunch with?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. Um I like to have lunch with. Um it's pretty pretty easy, but um, I mean Tiger Woods. I I, I want to pick his brain about his career and his, his life and golf.
1: Your favorite hobby? Outside of golf, hiking. Give me one word to describe the 2021 Cognizant Founders Cup. Exciting. Well, you know what? It's been exciting hanging with you. I know it just takes two to do this show this afternoon, but you know what? When it comes to the Cognizant Founders Cup, I wish you and your team the best of luck, and I'll see you next week up there at Mountain Ridge.
2: Great. Sounds good, Keith. Thanks for having me on today.
1: It's been great. Thanks so much, Scott. As we fast approach 4 p.m., folks, thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We're coming back to wrap up today's show with the Weekly Update. Join the thousands of golfers who already call Stick and Hack their home for the best golf stories, original podcasts, special events, member perks, and an active community of golfers across North America. Up until now, the golf media landscape lived somewhere between straight PGA coverage or idiots wrecking golf carts. We take a different approach by celebrating all sides of golf life and all the ways this amazing game connects sticks and hacks every day. Your free membership entitles you to discounts from major brands all over the country while connecting you with like-minded golfers. For discussion, tips, or even around the golf. So head to stickandhack.com and enjoy the world's greatest golf club without the course.
2: Get ready for the back nine. As the pro
0: show continues, once again, the director of fun,
1: Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the pro show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and you're listening to ESPN 920. You know the routine here's the breakdown tonight we'll post the show for everyone to catch up or share it's on itunes google play spotify all the spots you know speaking of spots you know how about twitter follow me at, at kj stewart dof some great action on there lately Of course, if you want action, get to 920ESPNNewJersey.com, hit that Listen Now button every Friday afternoon at 3. You can stream us anywhere. Now, I was all over the U.S. squad to win last week. I was confident in their skill, but I bet after a historic win like the one they had at Whistling Straits, they now have made everyone a believer. All right. I'm a believer, you're a believer, Homer's a believer. You know what I'm also a believer in? And that's these all-new P790 irons. An iron is more than metal. It's the result of countless hours of research, testing, and player feedback. From concept to delivery, every step is taken with one goal in mind, delivering results when you need them most. How about like DJ 5-0 in the Ryder Cup? It's where our metal meets your metal with a forged face and a speed foam air for more speed and better feel. Get fit for the all-new P790 irons and discover the player they'll push you to become, like Colin Morikawa, three zero 0 one super rookie at the Ryder Cup. So check them out, and to find a fitter near you, go to taylormadegolf.com. Bryson brings it. The number seven ranked golfer in the world and recent member of the winning Ryder cup team, Bryson DeChambeau is competing in the world long drive championship in Mesquite, Nevada started with open qualifying on Tuesday. He's worked his way through the field to the final 16 competitors. Tuesday started with open qualifying to get in the field of 64. The top 64 started competition on Wednesday, then 32 on Thursday. He's made it to the sweet 16. He's his drive yesterday to qualify was 356 yards. He's had multiple drives over 400 yards. Yesterday at 356, they were challenging wind conditions into the face, so that was that was a good drive yesterday. Uh today he has a chance to get into the top 8 and the and the finals. The top 8 You know, he was fourth of the eight qualifiers in his heat yesterday, so it's going to take some luck and skill to get it done. I'm telling you, my man Bryson here, this is really pretty amazing. I know we make fun of him all the time for a lot of different things, but if he's competitive in long drives, which he is at at the top 16, and he's the number seven ranked golfer in the world, I mean, this is like a hybrid type of athlete that I don't think we've seen. Definitely not in the golf world. Um, you know, harkens back to like a Bo Jackson. It's pretty cool. Just yeah. a cool story there, right? Totally. Um, now, that's a bet, Mr. Wade Weezer. Okay. All right. You know, we love a little uh, side action here. But as reported by Darren Roval of the Action Network, a better on FanDuel Sportsbook might just have had the bet of the year on Sunday afternoon. Okay. With an $8 bet, he parlayed all 12 of the singles matches And he got all 12 right. Wow. Yeah, exactly, Owen. I mean, he had to pick two ties. One of the ties, on the last hole, they were like, good, good for tie. I mean, the amount of luck and everything that had to work out is pretty crazy. The total payout, ready for this? The total payout for this Sunday action, off of $8. Right. Right? $966,290. Almost a million (laughs) dollars. Yes, exactly. Crazy. A 12-way parlay. Wow. I mean, imagine the amount of variables and everything, you know what? Um I that that person he may have more problems but he definitely has more money (laughs) to
0: guess one tie is crazy to me
1: how about nasa we have no problems out there in rogers arkansas nasa hataoka survived a nervy finish for a one-shot victory over minji lee and Unhee ji on sunday at the walmart northwest arkansas championship hataoka won her fifth title on the lpga Mm -hmm. tour and had her first victory in this event in 2018 Okay. Now, she's winning by one stroke is pretty impressive, even with the nervous finish. But how about this, Wade? Ready? In the first round, NASA aced the 11th hole. Hole in one. Wow. Not to be outdone, in the second round, she aced the sixth <laughs> hole. Wow. Two hole in ones in one tournament, and she only won by one. Oh, wow. Yeah, where's Owen? Where's he at? Wow. Yeah, that's, yeah. Sure. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, the health-wearable company, took hold of a small spotlight during the Ryder Cup. Roy McIlroy and Justin Thomas are both Whoop athletes. NBC's coverage in partnership with Whoop showed their Whoop Live technology during the first tee experience of both players during the Ryder Cup. No big Whoop. Watching their heart rates race to like 120, 130 as they were hitting their opening tee shots uh, was was pretty revealing, for sure. Um, but even more revealing there, Mr. Wade Weezer, yes, was the uh, Monday morning report when Justin Thomas posted his recovery from his group to social media. He was in a solid 5% recovery um, after the celebration. That's out of 100%. Wow. Uh, so it looks like the celebration caused the young superstar athlete to um, suffer a little bit, yeah. that's for sure. Wow. Now, in a related story, have respect for your elders. Yes. Dustin Johnson, DJ, was asked by the media during the winner's press conference on Sunday night if he could hang as the 37-year-old he was the oldest member of the US squad. In typical DJ press conference fashion, he replied, Absa effing lutely Next question. <laughs> I'm not sure how long the reporter has been following golf and DJ, but the former world's number one is not just known for his golf. There's been breaks before from the tour, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, in, in case anyone was wondering if Dustin kept up, Dustin's brother and caddy Austin also posted his whoop recovery on Monday to social media. Any guesses there, Wade?
0: Zero, point
1: 0.0. Close. His recovery was 1%. No, Big whoop. One, 1% one <laughs> percent recovery. It must have been a good party. Yeah. <laughs> Farmers versus football. Big announcement from Ponte Vedra Beach in Florida and San Diego, California. The PGA Tour and Farmers Insurance, title sponsors of that PGA Tour event since 2010, announced that the Farmers Insurance Open will shift its tournament competition from Thursday to Sunday, traditionally, to a Wednesday to Saturday finish this upcoming January in 2022. With a crowded sports weekend, the PGA Tour, CBS, Farmers Insurance are excited to shift to a Saturday final round that will result in a Friday and Saturday evening viewing on the East Coast with finish times of about 8 p.m. with both days on CBS. The Golf Channel will carry the first two days. We appreciate Farmers Insurance's collaboration and innovative thinking with this shift in competition days, said PGA Tour president and EVP Tyler Dennis. The PGA Tour's first network event of 2022, wrapping up on Saturday, combined with football games the following day, will create an action-packed weekend for sports fans. Our team at the Pro Show also reached out to Roger Goodell, Wade. Yes. All right, thanks for doing that. Sure. And uh, for a comment on this historic shift in tournament play. And when we asked the NFL Mm -hmm. commissioner for a reaction, he replied, um, to what? (laughs) Uh, I looked into, you know, J.R. Smith's Twitter feed for this week, Mm -hmm. and uh, there was nothing. Really? So that's your J.R. Smith update for the week. He must have been busy (laughs) at school. He must have been busy. Absolutely. All right. And that's your Pro Show update for the week ending October 1st, 2021. Certainly want to thank our two guests today. Chris Hunt from the New Jersey Golf Foundation and Scott Wood from the LPGA. For the update, got to thank TaylorMade Golf, the Interview Summit Golf Brands, and of course, the New Jersey Golf Foundation for all that they do. Next week, we're going to be live up at the Cognizant Founders Cup with a guest. As for now, Wade Weezer, great job this afternoon, my friend. And of course, you know I love my listeners. So before I go, I'm going to leave you all with one brief thought about future change. We are all evolving. You can view it like a reality show or you can accept it and participate. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show.
0: Thanks for joining us for today's show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the T next Friday at 3 on ESPN 920.